guys watch the Oscars? No, of course. No, we didn't watch did it. Not. What do you guys think about Black Panther winning three nice. Academy Awards? That's really awesome. Yeah. What is there? So yeah. I think in the, in, the, in the respected areas. Yeah. yeah. They, oh, score, um, costume, and, and set. Production which, design? Production, yeah. Production. Which yeah, is which, true. Which makes sense. They had to build a world. Yep. They had to build what the people were wearing in this world. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. And they had to build the sound. <laughs> 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 they literally built the sound from the they ground. They built down. sound. They created a whole new sound. Yeah. Oh, Randy, you were going to say something? I was reading all this oh, hate for is it. Is it controversial? Oh, okay, no. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Like, uh, they talked about how if you take away, like, all the fan base and everything, is do you really consider um, Black Panther a, a, an actual masterpiece? Um, I, so think, they, I don't think it deserved to win Best Picture, but where it was nominated and where it won, I think it was actually – I was okay with it. I think it's – there's always been this weird correlation with between the most popular movies and the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. Even back in the day, like Gone with the Wind was a good movie. Never mind. I should have been there. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, if you look back at the most popular, most watched movies – The Wind never left. – of their time, they were also in the, the well, running for the Oscars all the time. A movie like this, like the way it won, again, like costume design and stuff like that, it competes against the other movies this yeah. year. So if there was nothing like crazy like yeah. Black Panther where you had to build this universe, then – you know, you can kind of, it's like, you know, th- like when Suicide Squad won, like everyone was flipped out because of Star Trek. And you're like, yeah, those, like obviously you can tell where people could make <clears> their point for Star Trek. But at the same time where something like this, like again, if it won Best Picture, I would have been with them. I would have been pissed off. Yeah. Because to me, it didn't, doesn't deserve uh, Best I think Picture. It, for I, sure. I think it deserved it more than Green Book. <laughs> Welcome to Countdown to Infinity and Avengers podcast. Oh boy, two more months until in uh, uh, Endgame. Uh, Endgame. Avengers Endgame. Two more months, guys. So close, so close. Uh, uh, this podcast we watched uh, in our first season, we watched every single Marvel movie, starting with Iron Man up to Infinity War. Go listen to our first season if you want to hear all that. This season, we're talking about every single major superhero individually. This week, we're talking about Ant-Man. So, and you know, the Wasp. And the Wasp, of and course. Wasp. And everyone. And other insects. Praying mantises, mm-hmm. cockroaches. There's no Spider-Man here. Though. Yeah, the, the spiders. Snows. Yeah. Uh, my name's Emmanuel. Tarantula's uh, I'm Andrew. Hey, I'm John. And I'm Randy. Who's that, you might ask? Well, he's, we're not going to tell he's you. He's Randy, though. Yeah. <laughs> Same Ran- joke, huh? Randy, yeah. give us, give us Two a... Two weeks. No. If, if you were like auditioning for a soap opera, give us a little bit. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Well, I like to have a fun guy. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I hate that. Our, oh. You, you ever realize how, like, in dating apps, they say things like, I like to have fun. No one, or, I, don't, I don't think you really caught the real joke in there. Or if they're like, I love to laugh. And you're like, duh. Like, who the fuck doesn't like to laugh? <laughs> or like, mean, oh, I love traveling. Well, d- yes, everyone loves to travel. It was, it was a Kawhi joke. Oh. Ooh, shots fired. Shots Open fired. invite, Kawhi Lynch. Kawhi is like half of our listens, so. okay um there he goes (laughs) randy's from a podcast called the sitting room it's an improv comedy podcast randy what do you think if you could if you were like a podcast too if you were like auditioning for a soap opera what would you say about the podcast well the sitting room podcast or down to infinity the sitting room you know what yeah about us too i wouldn't say wait same answer i wouldn't say anything i would improv it okay um, Randy, you were on the last season of Countdown to Infinity. It was? Do you remember what your person was? You're like, how did that go? <laughs> how did it go? Man, I was drunk most of the time. Tell us if it was a mistake or not. <laughs> you did you do a one. Yeah. Did you do an man I, I did that, man. Wow, back oh, really? for that. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Back for some more. Call him the exterminator. Yep, trying to kill this off. He's trying to kill. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> He had an ant problem. That's yeah. what you used. Uh, this week we're talking about Ant-Man. The oh, wasp. Ants. And, and the, the wasp. wasp. And as uh, previously noted in season one, Andrew is deathly allergic to both or just to one? To just one. Wow. Oh, we could? Really? really? No, maybe. maybe. So, yeah. I think my dad might be allergic to wasps. So he could have passed that down maybe. You but, really don't know until. Yeah, because I, I try not to get bit by these things. <laughs> oh, I'm when I go outside, I, I, I actively it? avoid these. I'm always sticking my fingers into wasp nests. Yeah, yeah. I'm always fingering nests. Yeah. Weird. Um, and ant holes. I'm, I'm not definitely allergic to ants, but I am allergic to them. Oh. Well, guys, we're going to play a game now called Who's More Allergic? John, <laughs> whip out that ant. <laughs> we have a single ant on the table. <laughs> it's running away from all and, of us. Oh, oh, it's coming to me. It's coming to me. <laughs> Turns um, out he's definitely allergic. Did you guys ever have an ant farm growing up? 
What? Alien ant farm, no? maybe. Oh, and you and okay. okay. Any of you okay? No one had an, an ant farm? I'm allergic, you. Yeah. <laughs> just, Why would I farm? Like, to us? like, yeah. Like, let me just farm hazardous chemicals <laughs> in, in my room. I <laughs> had <laughs> farm guns. I had an ant farm, and this may seem serial killy, so maybe I shouldn't say it. Oh, well, you, like, you can't m- go back magnifying now. Glass. I, I, they gave me 50 ants, and they're big old ants. And the ant farm is Table, basically like a. It's like a super thin aquarium-looking thing. I don't know what an ant farm is. Oh, hold on, because I don't have one. Andrew, let me let me show you a picture. It's like yeah. uh, hold on, it's clear. <laughs> Made out of plexiglass. So, so maybe. Are, Andrew, you okay? Yeah. he's already getting <laughs> he's high. Like, I'm already <laughs> swelling up. Um, so I basically tortured these ants. I one time poured water in there God. to see what would happen. He's like sometimes yeah. forced uh, arranged marriages for him. For Honestly, them. they all. I, You're well, bearing this one. One time I squished one just to see. Um, and if what would bleed? And these ants took the dead, the dead one, and they they took him like to a little thing at the and bottom. They, they lit him on fire, Viking funeral style. Yeah, at, and then it might, yeah. <laughs> this is kind of dark, actually. <laughs> Here's another thing I would do. I apologize to all you ants that he hurt. I I eventually, my mom was concerned, so she sent me to a hospital to therapy. Nice. So not a big. De- I'm just kidding. Oh. No, we let him out. We let him loose. Or they broke out, or something like that happened. You're like, I left a ring pop on my desk, they all escaped. Yeah. But the therapy thing did happen. <laughs> yes, but I am insane. <laughs> Clinically. I was going to say critically insane. Now I live, you're like, now I live with millions of them. Yeah. Critically and I'm, I'm insane. Anyways, guys, uh, let us know how you guys tortured animals when you were young. Go to Delphin Pod. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't do that. But if you have an ant farm, let us know. I'm wow, very we're interested. a lot of people... <laughs> A lot of emails coming in right now, live. <laughs> oh wow! Jesus, um, Ant Man. Uh, what, uh, John Andrew? What, Ant Man? What's his deal? When was he created? Who made him? What was the office of the person that made him? What did it look like? What I think did it's the drapes? In first the issue is a Tales to Astonish number twenty-seven. Oh, guys, that's Andrew that's did the first. Andrew did not have any like computer that was off the dome but that's kind of like a like a, almost like a cameo though because he wasn't the real ant-man till like his second 35 appearance till, uh, yeah till test to astonish number 35, 35. Yeah. in this one in the first one it was uh, a guy who can shrink things and he wanted to like revolutionize travel was he always named ant-man um yeah but it's, Hank Pym. Yeah, it's, yeah yeah William. it's not it's not the uh scott lang that it's in the mcu version do you uh so i feel like i've seen a lot of superheroes that were well, I mean, I'm sure John's reading it right now, but I feel like a lot of uh, superheroes were inspired off of animals at some point, mm-hmm, and because sure. they were just like, "Well, what's a thing?" The Vulture, yeah, uh, Black Panther, uh, Ant Man, Spider Man, uh, yeah, Spider Man, yeah, exactly. You get the Rhino. You have, you know, uh, uh, Moose Man, Scorpion, Cat Man, Batman, yeah, Fat Fat Man, Catwoman. You're like, you're like Fat Man, Kevin Smith. <laughs> Shatman, yeah, uh, William Shatner. Shatman. Oh, the Shatman, yeah. William Shatner, the Shatman. The Shatman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, so yeah, um, the yeah. Scatman. Ant Man was created by Scat Stan Man. Lee, Jack Kirby, and Larry Lieber. Um, and there's also been uh, there's other Ant Man men, I guess, other than uh, Hank Pym, which is you know Scott Lang and Eric O'Grady. Doesn't DC have four? a guy that shrinks? Right? Yeah, uh, the, um, the Adam. Yeah, the, the Adam. Adam. He shrinks strong, uh, smaller than Ant Man. Uh, <coughs> oh, Ant Man. Technically, I mean, I'm not sure how. Was it, is, was it Adam Man? Like, uh, I, I think was it first. Was it? A, the Adam was probably first. Adam, possibly. Ad, Adam. Open at them. Adam. Adam. Adam Strange. Yeah. Uh, no, the um. So the Adam and Ant Man are kind of very similar. I think yeah. Ant Man. Uh, at least in like in this MCU version that we're talking about, the Ant, that Ant Man can't really go subatomic. Um, the atom is actually shrinks known to the size of atoms. So he's called the atom here. Yeah, the really. atom. But yeah. enough about him. Uh, Welcome to our podcast, the atom. Yeah, <laughs> this is the DC yeah. up and atom. Ant Man's obviously like you know his strength comes from shrinking down very tiny, um, you know, to the size of the ant. He's able to control ants uh, with his special helmet. Um, he has the, the strength cons- of um, human man, a regular size man. He has basically he's superhuman because he can really kind of hit people with very small with like very strong force. So that's what's pretty cool about him. And he is interesting because a lot of what happens to him is mechanical, right? It's attached to oh, the helmet, the helmet, the comics, yeah. Because it, yeah, it runs the pin part, like it lets him survive the, yeah. the pin particles. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so he does have a lot of very interesting adventures. Um, I mean. I watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids like 
50 times. There's a giant N in there. And they, yeah. I love how they uh, make camp next to a giant cigarette. Ugh. And they're like, oh, no secondhand smoke. Or the, have you seen Them? Which is uh, yeah, the, the big them. giant ant movie. The big yep. giant ant movie. Yeah, the back in the black cool. and white one, right? Bugs Life, ants in that. Yeah. Ants yeah. starring ants. Woody Allen. There was a movie Ooh, in the Sylvester Stallone. Oh Jesus! There was a movie in the Sylvester Stallone's in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In oh, ants. ants. Yeah. Oh shit! That's yeah. crazy. There, did y'all say a bug? He was a big Sylvester looking ant. <laughs> yeah. Did y'all say a Bugs Life already? I guess? Yes, yeah, yes. Oh, there's a uh, Legion of Fire Killer Ants starring Mitch Pileggi. Um, Are we just naming uh, ant movies? Yeah, I guess so. I, I was don't like know the Scorpion doing. King yeah. when oh yeah, Scorpion. <laughs> uh, oh, that's people. true. Uh, there's a uh, Indiana Jones where the the fire ants. Um, oh shit! In, in Crystal Van. Skull. Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry, we'll focus back on Ant Man. We're just talking about ants. No, no, we are keep going. We're trying to. Yeah. How important is Ant Man? I guess and the Wasp in the comic books to the Avengers to the rest of the. They Lord. are very important. They're, like, uh, uh, they're founding, founding members. members. And um, that's why uh, in the MCU I was kind of disappointed with the uh, Age of Ultron movie because Hank Pym really does have a lot to do with the inception of that character. Um, they're kind of tied like the way Ultron and Iron Man were in uh, Age of Ultron where it's like the, the father-son creator, you know, created type thing. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're mega important. And I think they just at one point dealt with like touchy, touchy issues. That's um, true. Cause we talked about this, the first, uh, podcast, yeah. um, we talked about the domestic violence and yeah. just the oh, and crazy I, stuff. I mean, and I think back in the day it was, I meant more adults reading these because I mean, a lot of these were, again, a lot of superheroes were created out of the, the propaganda, you know? Yeah. And this, so, and, and then so Marvel like was Cold focusing War, a lot yeah. of what their books were for, uh, like adults while yeah. DC yeah. was still kind of focusing on yeah little baby kids. So yeah, they dealt with a lot of, um, again, adult issues. And I think that's why they kind of tried to shy away from a lot of these, uh, you know, in today's time. Um, but they, I think they do a good job, especially by casting like someone like Paul Rudd, where like that's like the furthest thing from your mind when you see him. Yeah, he's yeah. fun. Yeah, he's almost like a like, oh, like the second he's, coming he's of like Robin Williams, comment. almost. You know? Do you guys think so? Uh, the other thing with Ant Man is he's a little bit more absurd than other superheroes because he can shrink. And uh, Even the name, the name sounds kind of yeah, like, like the powers goofy, of the ant. Yeah. It's kind of silly. So I think maybe that's why they shied away from having him be one of the uh, signature superheroes that the whole MCU was riding on. Yeah. Well, He's pretty risky. Right. I think I, I mean, I think also they, uh, movie-wise, they had had hit plans for him before Iron Man was even coming out. Yeah. And so I think that's the whole reason they didn't have him like up front is because I think they were waiting for uh, Edgar Wright's availability. <laughs> oh, yeah. Teardrop. Uh, what yeah, do you guys think about uh, Edgar Wright? We, do we do that? We do yeah, yes, we did. Yeah, we, we did. talked a little bit First about this episode. Yeah. Around. Yeah. Master filmmaker, such a shame that he couldn't do the project. Right, yeah. He had apparently, no um, you know, to keep it short, really, because we would have to go into like hours of research on different sources for this. But No, hold on. I have him on the phone right now. <laughs> Hello? He um, <laughs> apparently had a falling out with Marvel over the direction of what the movie should be. That's not true at all. Not I'm a lot of yeah. uh, creative control. Not much creative control. Right. And I think the best thing was to have... The best thing to happen was for both of them to kind of split, obviously. Um, Adam we did McKay get kind of a in, yeah. yeah, Adam McKay stepped and Paul Rudd stepped in. They and it's not they're not bad. They're not bad movies. Peyton they're Reed, fun. Yeah, Peyton Reed, the director who came aboard. Um, yeah, it's it's not a it's not a bad movie. They're they're actually I think the first Ant Man is aging really well. Actually, yeah. well, and I I think it's partially just because he's he's on his own playing field. Like you can have so many other movies. You know, just on him because of I mean, he didn't you know, bring it on. Yeah, yeah, on. yeah. Well, and, and I mean, we we saw it in uh, in and yes, Civil man. War, and I think uh, that's why he has some of the most entertaining parts because you do have someone like Paul Rudd that brings that charisma and uh, lovableness uh, to the character, but also at the same time, I mean, the like the the concept lends itself to you know really awesome effects and um i guess a fun tone because you know i, don't, I can't see like a, it don't take itself it doesn't take itself too seriously for sure yeah. yeah and it's one of those heroes that you thought would never work on screen for sure so i think the the modernization of a lot of the the things you see in the movies where like you can actually see them use the ants in a creative because i mean you're like a guy who can control ants you're kind of like it's like the aquaman thing where like some some dude who can control fish like who cares but and then you see like you know bullet ants and then they even you know they expand they they there are more ants on the planet than people 
Oh yeah, yeah, and also like the, the, the scientifically, where it's like an, an ant, an ant can carry like so many times its own weight type thing. So they really use that to their advantage and use them as actual work ants in yeah. in the real world and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool on the I guess the science behind a lot of this stuff that really lends itself to bring it to life. Yeah, technically, if ants want to take over us, they could. Oh yeah, it's, especially if they're all that size, it'd be like Starship Troopers. Yeah, you know oh. what. We're very lucky that they decided to work Clan, with us. Clan Dethu. Very powerful. Very yeah. powerful. Um, I'll read something because this, uh, uh, during the promotion of Baby Driver. Baby Driver? Baby. Yeah, Baby Edgar Wright was still answering questions about uh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. I'll read what he said. It's a little lengthy, but then, uh, yeah, we'll kind of get to know what, what he was thinking. He said, it was a really heartbreaking decision to have to walk away after having worked on it for so long because me and John, Joe Cornish, mm-hmm. in some form, it's funny. Some people say, oh, they've been working on it for eight years, and that was somewhat true. But in that time, I'd made three movies, so it wasn't like I was working on it full time. But after The World's End, I did work on it for like a year. I was going to make the movie, but then I was the writer-director on it, and they wanted to do a draft without me. And having written all my other movies, that's a tough thing to move forward thinking. Mm-hmm. If I do one of these movies, I would like to be the writer and director. Suddenly becoming a director for hire on it, you're sort of less emotionally invested. And then you start to wonder why you're there, really. So, yeah, see, yeah. Creative control, yeah. Well, it's kind of a little bit of a bummer. But yeah, I mean, yeah. It's all, but he's yeah, very do, upfront yeah. about, like, about what he wants in his movie. Well, and that's honest. And, but like, that's why his movies work. Because he's so heavily involved in all of them. Right, so I, I don't know it. why. I mean, again, they they it it sucks for with this double standard where they they gave someone like James Gunn such creative control over Guardians, and then well, some to, people to, could probably play ball more than others. Like I'm sure, I'm sure James oh, yeah. Gunn probably clashed, but still, like, yeah. you know, not to say that James Gunn well, didn't like because those movies are 100 percent him. Well, obviously. and even in Infinity War, where it's like, hey, go rewrite this. Like no one else is going to rewrite this stuff. Like you're you're writing specifically for your characters, and they didn't have you know anybody else do that or whatever. Right. So it's just. Sucks when you know they bound uh, Alan people like Alan Taylor and uh, Edgar Wright, where their movies should have been great. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem movies. with it. I'll rewrite Especially anything. With their, you know, their track records too. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. We're yeah. like again Trust the, the Alan Taylor thing, yeah. where it's like Game of Thrones and Thor. That sounds I mean, like a match made in heaven. Yeah, and then it suddenly it was a crap studio movie. Uh, Ed, and Edgar Wright uh, said that the one of the main reasons he wanted to do the Marvel movie is so he can get funding to make Baby Driver. And he still got to make it, so yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, so one of the best car chase movies, yeah. of all time. Uh, well, my favorite, worked. one of my favorite Kevin Spacey movies. Ooh. Nice. It all worked out for the best, though. <laughs> yeah, everything worked out. Um, enough about that. Let's talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe character Ant Man. Um, his character, you're right, is portrayed by Paul Rudd. That was correct. Good job. Thank um, you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but he is a fun. And I think what's crazy is we think about star power. We think about like Brad Pitt. We think about George Clooney. We think about Bradley Cooper. Brad Bradley Pitt Cooper. Again. <laughs> yeah. And, and then we think about Brad Pitt again, just because yeah. you know we need a good sandwich. You gotta go back around. We need you a, think pit, about a pit Ed, sandwich. Ed Norton. You think about? <laughs> yeah. You think about. <laughs> Let's just list them all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we think of male star power. Um, and then it's funny because if you think about Paul Rudd, he, to me, is at a status where you already kind of get his vibe when he's cast in a movie. And you're like, oh, it's Paul Rudd. He's going to be pretty charismatic, pretty funny. He's going to have good timing. Um, and so I, in my head, he's better than all of them. Better than uh, Brad I was, Pitt. I was definitely curious when they casted Paul Rudd as Ant-Man. Because like you, like you said, you you see all of his movies, which this is not a knock on Paul Rudd, but oh my he's like, god, shots fired! <laughs> it's not shots I fired. Think, man, it, it, it just he looks he kind of plays the same character yeah. in like a lot of his movies. So I was very curious on how he was going to portray this role. Yeah, like Scott oh, yeah. Lang. See, and that's what sucks is that like yeah, I was curious about that too. But imagine Paul Rudd in an Edgar Wright movie. I think I think Wright would have been crazy. Him, right? I think yeah. like, you know, would have been he insane was cast during the right days. You're talking um, like a match made in heaven of like. In, uh, both of their crafts. I think everybody was kind of weirded out whenever they heard Paul Rudd. Obviously, like you know, I guess Randy's reaction there hit yeah. hit the nail on the head. And then when the movie came about, I mean, he he nailed it. Like, yeah, it's, pretty, it's a pretty great. Uh, it's, it's a pretty great role. But, he, it's kind of. I don't want to say it's played tongue in cheek because it's not. It's not that goofy, but it it does have like a less seriousness and a very, um, very small scale. You know. Very small scale, like stakes compared to the, any other any of the other Marvel movies up to that time. Yeah, and, and even since then, I think it, it was a very different. Um, I would say, uh, yeah, like vibe movie. Um, and Disney actually released right after it came out 
that it had the largest share of families and women of any Marvel superhero title that had premiered to date. So families were 28%. It's almost one out of every three people were there with a family. And then women was 32%, which is insane. Of course, that might break because of Captain Marvel. Um, but Paul Rudd... Well, def- you get it with the Wasp in this one. Too. Yeah, and, and Paul, so Paul Rudd's presence, um, and I think the way they even marketed it as like a fun family-style film. Mm-hmm. When did this movie come out? Like, what was the Marvel 20- movie that came out the uh, first one or the year second? before this? No, so 2015. Oh, it was the same yeah. year as... Avengers Age of Ultron. Interesting. Yeah, because I was going to say, I think I remember this being so different small, than... It's like a Ant-Man is a breather movie because yeah. the Ant-Man and the Wasp came out after Infinity War, yeah. which is also after another Avengers movie. Really, yeah, after really tough well, and stuff. They do well, too, where it's like, man, like you, how can you top the Infinity War movies? They're like, why should I yeah. go see another Marvel movie? And you go and, and you, you really don't like regret it. Half a billion dollars or yeah. something crazy. and Because it is uh, interesting to think of it as like a whole series of films. If you imagine them following up infinity war with another like bummer movie yeah you yeah yeah exactly it's just like prolonged suffering for a lot of people so it is interesting to think like tonally where are we going to put the guardians where are we going to put thor ragnarok where are we going to put these movies that aren't so heavy plot wise having to do with this grand you know infinity war Mm. storyline but still hold their own against uh people who want to see like a good marvel movie which, yeah which his are and really we see him across two of his own movies and uh i guess his appearance in civil, civil war, war um because he doesn't show up in infinity war no, he's right? about to Ooh, yeah about to um so yeah uh, yeah so he, yeah. he he actually has a lot of good stuff going uh, i guess we can talk about these movies individually or we can go into supporting characters yeah let's just go into a supporting character. characters so um so for his biggest and the wasp. Support, yeah his biggest supporting character is obviously the um the wasp played by evangeline, evangeline lily, lily in this movie who plays hope van dyne evangeline the daughter of janet van dyne who was the original Wasp, who was, you know, going to give a creator shout out to Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, and Ernie Hart. Who's uh, all of those? Michelle Pfeiffer. I'm just kidding. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer plays Janet Van Pfeiffer. Van Dyne. Pfeiffer. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, god damn it, Drew. <laughs> plays uh, Janet Van Dyne uh, in the Ant Man and the Wasp movie. And it's uh, pretty exciting because that character has been long overdue. Um, I feel like she probably should have. Well, she'd actually premiere in that first ant-man movie she was kind of like a little cameo you don't really get her yeah it was definitely a sin double yeah you don't really get a voice or anything like that yeah well what's insane about um these two movies and we're talking about the older they're like the original ant-man original wasp is this movie does a really insane job of cgiing the younger versions of michael douglas and and michelle Michelle pfeiffer like an insane like like a scary good job yeah, to the they, point where like we can just do this and I really not have any ever, actors ever. I really yeah. appreciate the casting on those two pivotal like Marvel movie characters because uh, like to have you know uh, Michelle Pfeiffer suit up as the Wasp yeah. only after doing Catwoman. You know, yeah exactly the most iconic that Catwoman sounds, that we've seen. They, they were both hot, like the A list as A list can get in oh, yeah. the eighties and nineties. Wall Street. We're talking about Catwoman. Like yeah. it's insane. Like, so it's pretty awesome, man. Especially again, Douglas, where he could bring some of that fire that Hank Pym is notorious for, um, but at the same time be pretty lovable and um, funny. Yeah, it'll match Scott Lang, which is Paul Rudd. You know? Yeah, that. Um, so the Wasp is like um, you know obviously like a uh, a flying female version of Ant Man. Yeah, that, that's pretty of. weird. Huh? Like the Wasp. I, I'm trying to see I'm, like a, a. We know a, what a Wasp is, well, John. She just shrinks. She has blasters and she shrinks. And a, wa- like, you know, a Wasp is but no stinger. Is a white yeah. Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Okay. wasp look it up i, I want to see them kind of like switch like i want to see like a, so a wasp hot. that's male so hot and like an ant woman mm-hmm. wouldn't oh, that yeah. be cool that'd, that'd be interesting be fucking hot yeah be yeah yeah cool. maybe ant-man and ant woman and wasp and wasp <laughs> Wa- wasp and b <laughs> while hulk watches yeah. and then yeah <laughs> yeah i i it uh i think what's really cool about the wasp is it Wait, does she have the same amount of power as Ant Man, or is she has a little different? Bit more. A little bit I mean, more. It's, it's yeah, a, it's, it's she doesn't need like the, a, like the mirror ant version. Flies them around. Yeah, she uses her her actual wings on, uh, attached to her, as opposed to like you know flying on ants. Does yeah. she control wasps? She has a <gasps> she. I don't know, that would so. be yeah, I, terrifying. I know that she knows she's right? known for her hand blasters, which yeah. like you know this iconic. I'm in, also uh, known for my hand blasters, ladies. God damn it. <laughs> oh jeez. This um, is a family or, podcast. Or you oh, shoot, sorry. You showed like the really cool blast, like in the comics and stuff, the little yellow blast, and in like you know the Avengers cartoons, I... and they actually what were you, no, <laughs> um, and those blasts do make an appearance in the Ant Man and the Wasp movie, which was very exciting. 
Let's talk about um, Hank Pym. Hank I mean, Pym is another well, um, there's, supporting we, oh, cast. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's no, what I was talking no, about. No, yeah, no. yeah. Hank Pym. Hank Pym. Hank Pym. Yeah. Um, Andrew, you want to take Hank Pym in this movie? Modified. No, I'm just kidding. Bit. Yeah. Uh, you get it played by uh, Michael Douglas, who it's pretty awesome because that's uh, one of the first shots you see, I think, in the first Ant Man movie, right? They go back in time and there's oh, you see Peggy Carter. Yeah, Peggy. Um, that, that's, it's a really Peggy? cool. Really neat way to really establish the Marvel Universe uh, subtly, so that way you don't have to address it for the rest of the movie. And then, obviously, they have the Falcon scene, which is you know and pretty it's, pretty cool. But and, and there's and it also shows this underlying thing that is the beginning of Shield and the beginning of all yeah. of this, uh, the all of the the Hydra Shield stuff that yeah. like when it started. Because I mean, you end up finding out that that dude was Hydra at the very end or whatever. So yeah, that's that's pretty cool on how you get all the Marvel mythos in there. But and then uh, you get to see you know how. Hot-headed uh, Hank Pym is, and, and forgive me if my wrong, smart and if badass. I'm wrong, but from that original group, he's the only one who's around because Peggy's gone. So yeah. is Mr. Start. Stark. Hank, yeah. yeah, so he's still around. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. He was there when it started. It's, and I mean, it, he it, was like a an, an a, this Hank Pym was an agent. Like he actually went as Ant Man. He was Ant Man for a while. It's almost yeah, like we, special forces, like for yeah. the government, almost. Yeah. And it, it's pretty awesome because it lends itself for another movie, but like a prequel and just all CG. Yeah, young yeah exactly. People. Yeah. Well, and then he's going to be in the suit most yeah. of the time. He's going to show him hiring uh, Nick Fury or something. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Man, that that'd be awesome for wow. sure. Wow. 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 Stuff. wow stuff. Yeah, and then who he, else is a supporting he, cast? I would say also Falcon is partly supporting cast because isn't he the link after he fights him? Isn't he? I the know li- a guy. Is yeah, he's the link to the rest of the Avengers. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. And he, he, they have that little uh, back and forth with the tic tac, that little insult, uh, insult he throws at him. But yeah, yeah, you get Falcon in the first movie, and then you get obviously uh, Michael Pena, uh, Ti, and what's the other dude's Randy, name? Randy, you love Michael Pena, don't you? I do like David Michael Pena. Down Maskey, and well, they're actually. Character names are, uh, let me see, Stacks on Me, Patron, Luis. Luis, Michael Pena plays Luis. Oh, uh, yeah, actual character names, yeah. Yeah. And then that group, uh, what do we call those? The ex convicts, yeah, Uh, they're just called the ex cons, yeah, it's pretty funny because that's the the name of their company. That's what we should call ourselves because we've all done time, right? What did you guys do time for? Time's relative. Oh, yeah, that's true, and it's (laughs) up right now. (laughs) It's up. Uh, TI uh, plays Dave. He was a member of, you know, another member of the ex-cons. Yep. And David Dalmaskian. They're all good actors. Plays Kurt. All yeah. those guys yeah. are He's good from actors. The Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. Remember? Mm. He plays that, uh, that, that schizophrenic guy. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Um, I'm glad this is a video mm. podcast. So, yeah. And then we also have other uh, characters, you know, played by um, Bobby. Bobby Lee. Bobby Knievel. Oops. Bobby Knievel as Paxton, who is the... Is the husband or is the boyfriend oh, yeah, to, to uh, Scott Lang's ex-wife? Yeah. Judy, Judy Greer. Greer yeah. Judy Greer, and that's a that's a really cool casting choice too. Most people like I think the first time we went around, we actually forgot, and we're like, yeah, Judy Greer's in this movie because she she's in it for such a little bit. But it, I mean, that's a really really uh, good casting uh, steal. Like she's always, just dropping her kids off. She does that in Jurassic, Jurassic World. World. She's dropping her kids off in this movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, always and, dropping I mean, them off. That her her. Uh, her new husband is kind of like a villain in the first one, huh? Yeah. Like it's kind of chasing around Scott. He, in the he, second one, he becomes a little first, bit more Yeah, he's in the lovable. first one a lot more than this one. Yeah. And then you got Cassie Lang, who, which is the entire motivation of Scott Lang's yeah, character. Yeah, his daughter, really. which, uh, yeah, adorable. Um, and then who else? Do you- oh, and we incorrectly said, I don't know if you remember this. Oh, maybe I shouldn't bring it up. Yeah, good, good, I, good, I, good. I think we talked about, we were like, that's, that's, uh, Maybe I said it. I, I was like, that's it's Paul Rudd's real like, daughter. Yeah, no. And it is not. It's an no. actor. What? Sorry, guys. I think we established that in the first it's episode. Lying. Also, yeah. Well, Cassie Lang in the comics eventually becomes stature, right? As like, she's mm-hmm. a superhero, part of the Young Avengers. Yeah. So like, she if they play the actual plot line, I guess, right, then she yeah, has her. A, and then you get Ty Simpkins from Iron Man 3. You get over here that just you, have a Young Avengers. And you have uh, the, young, the old Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, but that's pretty much uh, that. Kind of wraps it up for the supporting characters. Well, yeah. and then you, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah you get Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne in oh, the second Bill one. Bill Foster, kind yeah, of. Bill yeah. Foster, Bill Goliath. Foster. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the the villains. Obviously, exterminators. Uh, number one with a bullet. Yeah, uh, big mag- shoes, magnifying glasses, magnifying glasses as um, raid, raid, lead, lead murdering. Uh, I think raid's yeah. like the main villain. Oh my gosh, we forgot about ant eaters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For okay. sure. The, oh, the arch villains shoot. of Ant. That's the real arch. Is Arthur? That's like the Thanos. Of the Arthur's hands. an Aardvark. Ar- is he really? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He, he doesn't look like, like PBS. Arthur? Yeah. Yeah. PBS Arthur. Is, 
I know you know. What a wonderful like, time today. What a wonderful time today. DW. Does he do that? Is that yeah, yeah, that's the part. All right, cool. Welcome back to the Arthur Podcast. Know, guys, Buster Bunny was looking hot yesterday on that episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he fucks like a rabbit. Probably <sighs> because nice. he is one. What? <laughs> Whoa. Um, so uh, in the first movie, his villain... Is uh, you have Darren Cross as the yellow, yellow jacket, yeah. kind of so, sort of hydra fueled by Hydra, almost like like Hydra in the background. Yeah, he was selling it to Hydra. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Wait, Hydra's what was the villain name again? Like the like not like the actual his oh, character yeah. name. Yellow like, jacket, yellow jacket, it? yellow jacket. Wasn't like wasn't that Hank Pym's like suit himself like in the comics though? Uh, I yeah. At one point, I think it, well, it was when he oh, met it, Scott Lang. Yeah, he gave it, like when uh, he took the Ant Man suit. They started assisting each other, but he had the yellow jacket himself, Hank Pym. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think a lot of those are just run Hank by Pym has who wears a lot the suits. of like yeah. Hank Pym has a lot of aliases over there, over the years, and one of them is the yellow jacket suit, yep. which is essentially the same thing as an Ant Man. It, it looked cheesier sort of, yeah. back in the day. It looks pretty cool, but they yeah they, they yellow jacket and Ant Man and Goliath and Giant Man they're all like you know they. People all oh, wear oh, yeah, the wasp. They all versions. they all lend itself. To, Man, what if Hank? They all makes, lend each other the suits too. What if Hank it makes like, like no Spider Man a suit? Does that ever happen? Write it. Spider suit. Spider suit. Yeah. He just grows eight legs. <laughs> Spiders suit. Oh, okay. if he controls spider, that's even scarier. Oh man, that'd be awesome. That guy's played by um, what's Darren? Cl- Who plays Darren Cross? Uh, Corey Stroll, though. The guy from guy House from of House of, Mouse. Cards. House of Cards. Awesome, awesome actor. Yeah, he's also really in a First Man. Tortured yeah, stuff. yeah, exactly. First Man. He got a lot of roles after House of Damien Cards. Damien Chazelle. He played uh Buzz Buzz Aldrin in Buzz first Lightyear. Man. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear. The, he the, Buzz Aldrin the in, person in Buzz Lightyear is based off of. Wow. So that's pretty. That was pretty cool. Yeah, he plays the Yellow Jacket. Um, that guy. Who Hank Pym punches at the beginning of the movie? Martin Donovan plays Mitch Carson, which is a shield Hydra. agent. Yeah, Hydra agent and a very big villain Hydra agent in the comics. Apparently, Ant Ant Man and the Wasp the sequel had a different kind of villain. They had Walter Goggins. Uh, three. Sonny. I would say there's a couple villains yeah. in that one, right? Yeah. Sunny, and then you get Ghost. Yeah, you get Ghost played by um, fuck man. And what's that girl? And she, then she's from somewhere. She was in uh, Ready Player One. I just oh yeah forgot her name. Yeah, I yeah. You know, well, you never seen Ready Player One? I've seen it twice. How it's dare you? Based on me, oh, the nice. Butler, <laughs> <laughs> Hannah John Kamen. There you go. She plays a ghost in the second movie. Yeah, and then and Lawrence Fishburne's Bill, character yeah, is kind Bill of a, yeah, it's kind of a villain type. Yeah, Tragic, but yeah. Which I you, mean, he ties them up. But you need like a, kind of like a heavy hitting <laughs> actor to kind of yeah. uh, you know oppose the other. And he was he was in the Matrix. Matrix. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and John Wick. One would say that uh, Ooh. Iron Man is a villain, and all the other uh, the other half of the Avengers. Civil War, it's true. Uh, it's a war. Oh, and then Agent Wu Wu. Agent, Agent Wu, Jim, yeah, yeah, played by Randall Jimmy, Park. Jimmy Wu, Jimmy Wu, yeah, Agent Jimmy Wu, yep. played by Randall Randall Park from The Interview and Play, Fresh Off the Boat. Fresh Off the Boat. <laughs> he he he's live. He's a funny villain, right I would say. I don't even say he's a villain. He's just uh He's he's he, like a He's like Paul Rudd also like, like super lovable. Yeah. Like he's so like funny he, prob- and he probably belongs with the supporting characters as yeah. opposed to villain. He's the FBI he's, he's one of the agents who are supposed to keep an eye on him because yeah. he's under house arrest. What is that list people do? Like they, he's like that was it chaotic neutral or whatever? Like more, like yeah. he's like he's a, he's a bad guy but not really. That like archetype, just, yeah. Like so all of us, we're all bad guys but not really. Like I, I mean, I mean I just, you're definitely a bad guy. Yeah, I mean, I kill ants, obviously. Yeah, you're you're insane. Oh, you guys have killed ants too. Come on, never. Oh yeah, right. Well, they kill us, and yeah, it's yeah they kill me. <laughs> oh, sorry guys. <laughs> they um, kill. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I kill ants whenever like. They're bothering me not to see them he's suffer like, like you. He's like whenever so they exist. He's like whenever <laughs> I step John. on them accidentally. Listen, the reason why they don't bother you is because they know people like me are out there. Oh my yeah. All right, so like, it is I proactive. Kill, you're like I kill murder. one and then I leave him out so that all his friends can see where yeah. I'm gonna happen. <laughs> I get a little, mess with I me. get a little toothpick and I put its head on it and I stick it in the ground. Game of Thrones style. And I leave it outside of my house. It's like Jet Force Gemini, John. And I'm like, any of you come around oh, here? That game was awesome. Yeah, that's also why I don't have a FedEx guy come around anymore. Because of ants? No, because yeah. I've. Stuck the head of a FedEx driver on a toothpick. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, oh, I think wow. at this you're, point you don't even see the toothpick. It's so you're small. definitely chaotic evil. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, now let's talk about his arc in his movies. So one of the things that is rough about comedies is a lot of times arcs are a little bit harder because they don't swing 
so dramatically. Um, but this in this in these movies, I think in the first one, he's definitely trying to figure out how to be a better dad um, to his widow baby daughter. Um, what do you think the second one's about? Like the Ant Man and the Wasp. What do you think the conflict is for him? Other than, I mean, there's obviously the daughter thing again. <laughs> there's a plot thing to his right because he has to pretend to be home the whole time. So there's something driving it. Like he has to leave. And I come feel back. like there's two plots in this movie. Like it's focused on like Ant Man and, and the Wasp. Yeah, because like where Scott Lang's uh, like issue is like you know trying trying to be a better person, like not getting in trouble with the law, like being there for his family, and you know for I think it. Probably has something to the do ones. with with mothers, right? Because like it's almost as if like Ant Man, like um, so you're saying it's switching. Well, it's, from, it's more family based, actually. Yeah, yeah, for sure, because there is that dynamic. Because at the very end, you know, you end up finding out that you know Ant Man and the Wasp are together, and they kind of are being you know parents to his daughter in in a sense, you know. And but and then you you you're looking for um, the other original Wasp, you know, to bring back that mom as well. Yeah, you know, it's a very. Fa- it keeps it in the, as the familial themes, like yeah, you know, just oh like yeah, for sure. Kind of like you know, you know, it's it, it's. I guess it's about finding a family, sort yeah, of in a way. Yeah, a little bit, and yeah. I think I think Ant Man and the Wasp really swings a little bit more towards the Wasp, which makes sense because it's you know it's she's it's, getting her debut movie and stuff like that, or you know. So um, whereas the first one, you really got to focus on on Scott Lang, and I think that's partially what Emmanuel said, where it's like it kind of lends itself to do you know a lot of people repeat. Uh, things in their second go around on certain things so yeah i think adding the wasp really gave it a really cool dynamic we said this in the first episode we did but or the actual episode but i think for me wasp was more of a the main character of this film than i want to say that uh, i agree with that um definitely i mean that's so i feel like because um i feel like was uh hope got like more action scenes i think hope hope her name They said Hulk. I was like, what the fuck? Hulk Van Dyne. Yeah. Wait, Hulk Randy, Pim? what episode do you think we're recording right now? You think you, you told me to answer, right? You were like, you I confused don't, me earlier. I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and that's what we were talking about earlier. It's like, man, what what awesome fight scenes happened in the second one. And we really decided that uh, the Wasp had the best ones, even if she wasn't fighting something as superpowered, what she does in uh, Ghost for a little bit. But um, her fight with the, a lot yeah. of the henchmen is just amazing. Like when any anytime she's on the road or like traveling from car to car, I think it's because we were trying to figure out if we had any cool Ant Man scenes from the second movie, and we we were like, no, there, there's really a lot of cool wasp, wasp scenes. scenes. Yeah, yeah for not, sure. Not saying we didn't think that Ant Man had some cool spots. Not but really. Like, yeah, I mean, he had some, but definitely he had one. Uh, I don't the remember. There was two. One. That was it. Like I feel like even then, Giant but we Man had seen that cool. already. So to me, I wasn't like, oh, cool. He was pretty damn huge in this one, though. Yeah, for sure. Was he bigger in this like, the second time? I mean, because he he helped fight Ghost at some point, but even then, you know, I don't I don't know. It's, he catches her off guard and kind of like sucker punches her. <laughs> he has some cool comedy moments. So I, I like like when he oh yeah definitely had, shrinks into yeah way like more a, comedy moments in this movie. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's Paul Rudd. Where like you, if you're not doing it. Then what are you? What are you doing? You know, like like man, that that's his genius, and I think it's it's pretty cool to think about Ant Man as the way Paul Rudd played him because I feel sorry for the person who would have to go second, like who's going to be the the next Ant Man or Grady? Yeah, or well, I mean, like even if like maybe like the MCU ends and they're like, okay, we're going to do another Ant Man movie, we're going to reboot it. I feel sorry for the dude who goes after him because everything else, you're like Thor. Oh, you get a long haired blonde dude with a beard, and you're like, he could be Thor, but you know the the kind of charisma that. Uh, uh, Paul Rudd brings both as writer and actor. Um, it's just very, very unique. They had more freedom to do technically non Edgar Wrightish stuff this time around, though, because this this script was wholly original. In this case, I guess because um, you know the original Ant Man movie was based off of a screenplay by Edgar yeah. Wright. Yeah, All the beats so. were there. For Which, his. And I think mm-hmm. it was re- it was a really big test to you know really find out if it can hold its own. But I think it, totally it did. did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I don't think it failed. So that that's that's really really cool. I think one of the really cool things about Ant Man and the Wasp is they leaned in really hard with the size disparities a lot, and we could we we started to see them bring 
objects with them that they could shrink and make bigger oh, um, out of context well, of and, where they are. Yeah, like, they have like a case with cars. He, yeah, he's throwing shrinking, things that he's got next to him. Shrinking buildings and yeah. stuff like that. Where oh, like yeah, man, whole buildings. Shrinking yeah, whole buildings. It, it, it's really cool because yeah. again, like you could, could you imagine if there was like an ant farm and then he was like, oh, I'm saving all the endangered species or something. And you're like, wow, like that's really, really awesome. And that's really Andrew, cool. that's not what you do with yeah. ant farms. Let me tell yeah. you what you do with ant farms. I know. You no, know? no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, so I, I think uh, they definitely leaned into a lot of the things that made this movie unique i know that a lot of uh because you can't really sep- you can't really talk about any of these marvel movies without talking about how they fit into the whole universe so i know a lot of the reasons why people love this movie was it was be- it was a f- breath of fresh air from literally the rest of it and one of the big strengths about it it was so detached from the rest of the marvel films and it was just on its own and it had it played it small and it had a really good you know, Play strong small. plot. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Played it anti. Because, <laughs> I mean, it, up, up until then, up until this movie, I mean, even Civil War had, like, a really big connotations of Avengers. Then you have Infinity War. Thor Ragnarok had two, if not three, superheroes in it the whole time. So to see this movie be just or Ant-Man and the Wasp be just so focused on what it is. It's such a small-scale movie, yeah. but it's a big world because of what he can do, yeah. which is awesome because it, it feels like one of the biggest worlds. Also, the stakes are pretty refreshing, like the way, you know, tying it back to the, you know, the arc thing that... Family. You know, we're saying, yeah, it's... Toretto. Toretto. It's really about just, like, saving... Corona. Saving your friends and save... It's not about saving the world. It's so much like, you know, saving your friends or family. Well, yeah, well, yeah, your family, your Aww. blood or no blood Because why do you save the world in general? You save it for the people you like. And so in this case... The, just save the people you like. Yeah, just save the people you like. Yeah, we're like, we're like Cap, all, all the people he likes is like gone. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And he's like Bucky. But he's a superhero too, so he's going to do his thing. Yeah. Can't keep him down. Let's talk about our favorite moments in the Ant-Man uh, films. Randy, do you want to start it off? What's your favorite Ant-Man moment in all the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies? After you say it, we'll all vote whether you're right or wrong. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Wait, so I had right. to choose like, only one from both movies? Ant-Man no, just, and the yeah, Wasp. Just one from Ant-Man or the Wasp or Ant-Man and the Wasp? There's three well, movies, technically, if you count Civil War. I don't if you count names. <laughs> he doesn't count anything. Yeah. I can't count. <laughs> Well, we're, you're on a countdown show, so you better learn quick. What? Uh, I have to say, I like the truth serum part on the Ant-Man. Oh, yeah, Washington. truth serum. That yeah, was fun. That was funny part yeah. here. Usman yeah, is a master at extracting information from the unwilling through psychoactive means. Oh, is that truth serum? There's no such thing as truth serum. That's just nonsense from TV. Well, what is it then? It's a little concoction that he's been perfecting since his days with the SIS. It makes you suggestible and highly responsive. Well, dude, that's true serum. No, it's not. No fencing, but they sound like true serum to me. Right? It's not a truth serum. Oh, okay. Hey, I believe you. It's not a truth serum. If it walk like duck and talk like ducks, the truth serum. Yeah, I mean, I and that's some of the, I think, biggest takeaways. Besides, like, something like Guardians, where, like, the comedy is one of the biggest takeaways for sure on, on, on these movies. And like Emmanuel said, you do have to follow up these, you know, oh, everybody's dead at the end of Endgame. So you're like, how, how do you really lift everybody? Uh, everybody's dead at up? the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know, yeah. Something <laughs> refreshing. Well, and I think that's what's Jeez. crazy is that, like, Infinity War, obviously, I mean, uh, Endgame is really cool because, yeah. you know, it is really the the climax of the yeah. whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I think on something like that, you really have to go yeah. back. And that actually was really brilliant in Ant-Man and the Wasp because it brings you back to like, hey, yeah, this was fun and all. <laughs> but like, hey, don't forget, like this yeah. is happening. Don't forget. We don't want you to be yeah. happy. <laughs> don't forget. <laughs> Not Shit yet. Shit sad. Randy, but that's a fun moment. Yeah, um, it's truth serum. And it looks yeah, like truth serum. It, it, truth serum, yeah. that, that truth, seems funny because you like Michael Pena. I do like Michael Pena. Second time I've said that. Second time you've agreed. Yeah. Why <laughs> supposed to say no? That's, that's My like, favorite Ant-Man moment, oddly enough, doesn't really... I mean, it is an Ant-Man, Ant-Man or the Wasp. It's when uh, the original Wasp takes over Ant-Man's body and starts talking. It wasn't a message you put in Scott's head. It was an antenna. Clever girl. I'm so proud of you. <sighs> Honey, tell us where you are. Tell us how to find you. No, the probability fields are too complex. That's why I needed to talk to you. You have to follow my voice. Of course. Like tracing a call back to its source. I'm tracking the signal using subatomic frequencies between point two 
and point nine. I'd narrow it to four and six. It's too tight. We could miss you. Look at us squabbling again. Fine. I'm between three and seven. Our first fight in decades, and it's over just like that. Hilarious. There is, that was yeah. so funny. Paul Rod oh, yeah. plays it. Uh, Paul Rod again. Yeah. You can't say enough about the guy. Holding hands, part well, because it's so, supposed to be so emotional funny. too. So, like the other actors are like acting their hearts out, and yeah, here's like, Paul hey, Rudd. Mom. Like, like I would be trying my hardest not to laugh, but again, super emotional. Yeah, moment. I would say if we had to pick, our, I mean, I'll pick two. That's my favorite, like a Scott Lang moment, I guess, or Guas moment. But my actual favorite Ant Man, Ant Man moment when he's like Ant Man, Ant Man. Um, it's like, do you like like me? Um, no, is 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 the scene from Civil War, obviously, where uh, he gets to show off his powers to the other oh, Avengers. Yeah. <clears throat> what time zone is this? Come on, come on, Captain America, Mr. Lang. <laughs> it's an honor. I'm shaking your hand too long. Wow, this is awesome, Captain America. I know you too. You're great. Um, we were talking about earlier that, that he may never again attack Iron Man or attack any Avengers because he's now on their side. So it was really cool and really unique to see him shrink and then get bigger. And for Spider-Man, and it, it took all to take him down. It yeah. took all of that of Team yeah. Iron Man to take him down. Even Vision so had to like help. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's really again, some, yeah. he's one of the coolest parts of Civil War for yeah, sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, my favorite part has to be. Uh, my favorite Ant-Man part uh, is um, basically it's the first kind of concept leak. We we saw the the art first, and then you ended up seeing the footage that Edgar um, Wright shot. yeah Edgar Wright had shot. And where did the, they play that? Like Comic Con or was, something? I think it was, it was part like, of the no. It's a part of the uh, Marvel like suitcase. Like you know, there's this the, the phase, phase one, one like suitcase. you know suitcase that had all the original movies. It yeah. was like a it was like a sneak peek. Like hey, this is yeah, what's like the I remember still. seeing that. Yeah, and again, not, not all of it was finished because some of it was art. But at the the scenes they had shot were so amazing and it was a just pitch a, reel it's like a like a yeah, little sizzle reel yeah, well, describe and, it for the people um it's that scene where he um basically infiltrates uh what is it uh pim industries or whatever and he goes up against it's pretty much that that moment in the movie where like it starts it chain reacts all this action that you know it's like the third act where it's like it's, it's all popcorn you know and all that uh good stuff but yeah he goes up against two or three different security Armed guards in, yeah. yeah and with guns yeah and he ends up you know ta- he charges at them which in you know no avengers would yeah. do that um but he shrinks down and he ends up uh like swinging around the gun barrel as the bullet goes off yeah and i think uh you know sh- uh, cinematography wise it was amazing i remember them sure. cutting out and uh so we we see him shrunk down like you know punching the dude and then you get a wide shot of the guy just reacting almost to nothing because you don't yeah. see how small yeah yeah Ant-Man and then is. again the, that that part is awesome because it goes into that scene where um he's like in the little tiny model city and they're like shooting with the yeah. Yeah. bullets, yeah, so, bullets yeah. and it looks like you know asteroids are hitting the whole thing and that then it happened. goes into the yellow jacket yeah. fight and I, I, I don't know if this is true we, we better look it up but I feel like the first movie they shrunk down a lot and had a lot of fights in small toy sets mm-hmm. and in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp they did a lot more of the opposite, which was get small things and make them bigger, bigger, really big. Maybe for budget wise, maybe it was yeah. easier. What's going to happen I'm next? Sure. Make things medium. Yeah, shrinking big. Yeah, <laughs> you know no, no. shrinking no. big. No things. shrinking at all. Know, right? Shrinking big else. things down to regular size, yeah. like the Eiffel Tower. Now it's only about five feet tall, <laughs> just a little bit. Tall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That. You're just like making things medium, and y'all both stare at each other like, I was like, how does that even work? I was already trying to think, like, huh. Yeah, uh, John. What's your favorite Ant Man moment that we haven't talked about yet? That is exclusively something that you came up with. And it has to be a wasp moment. Yeah, and it has to be better because oh, so you're the finale. A, oh, my favorite wasp moment. Oh is, no, uh, Ant Man. Well, oh, give us one of each. Whatever. I don't care. But I mean, it's more work for me to have to edit these clips in. But whatever. But also, I think. Are you complaining? I just, you know, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of I like forgot you were doing what, that. It's not whatever. very. You know, it's whatever. Not very considerate, but whatever. Are you gonna John okay. talk? <laughs> So the uh, the Ant Man um, moment mm-hmm. that I'm choosing is the uh, it's a very it's a very brief literal like it's a part of the sequence where he's like kind of shutting down the server room in the first Ant Man movie. Oh yeah, he's working with all the ants where yeah. like they did the the raft through the sewage. System. Arriving at second position. All right, top speed, Anthony. Let's go. through 
and, and the bit. different the, the different kinds of ants. Yeah, have the different little, jobs. little electric charge mm-hmm. ones, and you have the worker Is that ants, true? And the bullet ants. Oh yeah, I think it. Uh, but he has a ton of them, so yeah, like yeah, the electric it would never. Yeah, okay. it well, conducts a whole ton of it. Or, my specific part, my specific favorite part is a part of is literally towards the end of that where he's flying through a uh, a server that's kind of you know short circuiting like you know there's all these like it, it's it's a very like close up of a ca- uh, close up shot of Ant-Man and his like you know ant that are flying you know we're kind of following behind him he's flying through this and it just looks really really cool like yeah. he's flying through like you know blue and you know, orange because mm. you know things are on fire and the I servers think, are blue. Yeah, and IMAX 3D awesome. was one of the most visually stunning sequences. It's, it uh, looks I think like ever like that, in the uh, Marvel. Wow, you like guys ro- have money for that? You guys have money for IMAX? It's like oh, a yeah. roller coaster ride, literally. Like you know, the the shot is it looks like you're in a, yeah, it's space awesome. mountain. As for the wasp scene, I love that kitchen uh, fight when she first appears. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Really when she's awesome. dodging like the yeah. knives, and then she like blows up the salt shaker. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and I funny. think that's why none of us wanted to pick any wasps, 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 wasps scene because she only has you know one or two. Yeah, because she was just introduced. So hopefully she gets a whole bunch of badass scenes. Oh in this yeah, new one. I mean, I don't know. Like I think the the one with uh, her and Michael Pena driving the car case. Yeah, is pretty yeah, badass yeah, too. Oh, like, yeah, that's a good one. that was really cool. Yeah. Just like the how she uses like one of the cars is to go underneath and then blow yeah. it up. Well, and then like Not in the first up, one, yeah. she I mean she does have those that little like flashback, you know, five you know five minute scene when yeah. they're trying to take down the missile. And There's also one where she's fighting Ghost in the van. Yeah, she's kind of like you know, oh yeah. They're, they're, Jumping in and out of the van, that one's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. So, guys, let us know what your favorite Ant Man moments are if we haven't already said it. Can be ours. Yeah, can be ours. Or Wasp. Or if you just like the ones we talked about, tell us what you liked about them. But yeah, Ant Man or Wasp, um, go to at Delphin Pod on all social media. You'll see a post there. Let us know, and we may talk about it on our listener mail episode. I mean, we may, I mean, we will because maybe that's another episode that we got to put out, baby. Uh, we might not say all of them, but we will say some, some of them. Yeah, we'll see. Um, no guarantees. It's interesting that we brought up uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp and even the older ones, because uh, now we're going to talk about the future of Ant-Man. Um, do you? So obviously there's going to be a scene in Infinity War where every superhero is fighting somebody. Thanos. Sorry, a scene in Endgame. Um, what do you guys think the scene what, – what do you think Ant-Man and the Wasp do. can do in that fight and, and or – Will Michelle Pfeiffer do something? Because she's also a god, yeah, isn't kind of, she, or something? Yeah, for sure. At the end so, of this movie, yeah. she has like powers. She can heal people and shit. Um, obviously, I don't think Michael Douglas can do anything. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, that'd be cool he to can, see him getting a building. But I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer might be more powerful than Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Uh, well, and then like fight he, against Thanos. it would be even easier. Like Michael Douglas can bring his car, like little case, and then just yeah. start throwing them and unshrinking them at Thanos. Yeah. So, like, it, it could get, like, crazy. But and then Ant-Man could just sneak up on that dude. Well, right? no, I'm trying to see Giant Man versus Thanos. Yeah, mm. I think I think Giant Man will be, you know, will be fighting Thanos like a, 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 from a giant version, not yeah. so much of the Ant-Man. Because then Thanos is just going to use the reality yeah. gem to, like, shrink him back down or, like, I mean, you know, or, or expand himself or, I don't know. Meanwhile, like, a million other people are attacking him at yeah. the same right. time. Well, the Wasp can be, like, going from, like, the small end and then trying to blast him. She like, goes you know, in his ear and then just becomes regular yeah. size. Boom, can, the, can the Wasp dead. giant man up? That'd be cool uh, if I, I saw she can. So Maybe. you think like now because like they both know how to kind of shrink themselves to like that real what was it what was it called again? That super small yeah. subatomic. Yeah, they can use that kind of mimic as a gauntlet. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it, it. I feel He'd like probably take the gauntlet off if he's like that big. You just yeah. like, shove it up or something like that. Shove it up. <laughs> <laughs> shove it up where, Manny? Yeah. Just you know anywhere. Do ants have butts? That's they gotta. What, oh, I thought you were you. Were, I thought, thought it was with Thanos. I thought, yeah, I thought they were going to do that to Thanos. Like, you just oh, giant man. Oh, just, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure, sure. That's true. Thanos. They can just uh, send a bunch of ants. Swim up his butt and then expand it to giant man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, a- Ant-Man has, like, a, a millions of ants he can blow up and then... Not blow up, but, you know, make larger and just attack, like, a Chitauri army if he wanted to. <laughs> yeah, that would be that, crazy. That would be really cool. There's a whole if lot going on. that's where they got their army, it was like... I mean... All the, everybody from Wakanda and ants. Don't Let's you go. feel like there needs to be another? This is kind of not Ant Man, but don't you feel like there needs to be another army in Endgame that the Avengers can fight, can fight because yeah. it's tough with it's, one person? It's and I get be it. The oh, oh, unless they're gonna actually like do... a different army. Well, yeah, like a di- well because he snapped everyone in half. Like so, I don't even understand. How many they're half. like this half the army. What but the fuck? Have, but doesn't he have an army like you from his planet? Well, I he's thinking. Delphine is saying he has, like, a, he has, has an army. Yeah. Right, but there needs to be like just to more. keep something new. Yeah, I guess oh, I guess like more. I guess no, noble, noble but, character. What, but John, you're right. It does have to be new because we, if we see the same, no, because what if people. it was 
a combination of the Chitauri, the Outriders, and Ultron bots. Mm. Mm. That's true. Ultron bots. They that would be that would be really. This cool. is a question someone posed to me. Did half what, what did half of all animals all yeah. as well? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But does does Plant the snapping count the against snapping? like artificial intelligence or not? Because technically not. they don't have souls. But like if it's a ton of robots, like were they affected at all? Who knows? I don't know, like an arm, it's like a. a but what, yeah, because isn't the point like in the snap of the fingers getting rid of those things that are useless? Snap your fingers. I think it's just life, right? But yeah, half of all life, so even plants, artificial life. But who, yeah, but who who decides? Who's the arbiter of life? It's I mean, random. That's what he said. Yeah. When does life begin? Conception. Welcome back to our <laughs> existential podcast. Existential podcast. Because it's sure kind of wild. Because you're because you're right. Like Iron Man can just build up a whole army, and he's like, keep snapping because none of them will. Disappear. None of my robots will be gone. Yo. Yeah, it'll be crazy. I mean, and I, I do think there should be an army. Yeah, I, I think there's literally the going to be. I think you're wrong. Scene. Oh, fuck you! <laughs> or they cannot have an army versus army scene, and literally just have an Avengers versus Thanos scene, possibly. Yeah, because it's already an army of superheroes. Sure. I mean, this the I mean, the second movie might be just a really heavy plot driven time travel crazy like. You know, and then like give us like a, a splash page of like you yeah know, of action, and then that's about like. It. Can you imagine? Because I mean, we talked about how the Russo brothers and a lot of good filmmakers hold back everything you want until the very until end. The ver- yeah. Can you imagine if there's no fighting for three hours until they fight Thanos? It, that's and what I want. Are, the last just, thirty be, minutes straight. The last thirty seconds. Boom. <laughs> no, it's gonna be like Kill Bill style too. It's gonna be real short. Uh, oh, I bet the fight scene is like forty-five minutes long. <laughs> I would just hope so, because like that would be so. Because Marvel doesn't shy away from, as you as you can see with Infinity War, Marvel doesn't really shy away from Action. those big moments and fan service moments in a way. Yeah. So, like, you know, they have to have something... Insane. Insane and mind-blowing plan. plan I mean, for, we're talking, like, team-ups with uh, Avengers you've never even heard of. Like, they're going to include it in one of the trailers, and it's going to be a split yeah. second of a shot, and it's going to be enough to sell you on it, oh, because yeah. it's going to be so it's big. It's going to be a circle shot of, like, a million so uh, good. Avengers. Just like and then, you know, team. Superman will rise back from the dead, and he'll yeah. come back, and he'll, he'll... He'll bring the Justice League with him. Yeah. Like, True. In this case, yeah. It's going to be wild. It's going to be insane. Well, so what do you guys think happens to Ant-Man uh, in the uh, Endgame movies, guys? What do huh. you think? I don't know. He's st- <laughs> we see him stuck, right? He's stuck in this... Quantum realm. The quantum realm. <laughs> We're just like, oh. Um, like, it's not out yet. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it. Um, I think hopefully it's it's pretty interesting because I think Paul Rudd was he about 50, 50-ish. Yeah. Um, this is 40 was 10 years ago. So, But to be honest, the dude looks like a 40, like a 40, 30. Like he 30 looks year like a 40-year-old, vir- not virgin. Yeah. So um, I think he can do it for <laughs> at least um, a little bit more. I know he's close to his trilogy, which I think that's all you can Three, ask right? of somebody. Um, is to make a trilogy and a couple of Avengers movies, but I think um, for sure he should stick around. He's, he's really, really cool. And again, there's a lot of stuff that you can still explore uh, in, yeah, in he, his realm. He's one universal. of the few Avengers that has a family, which is family. insane. Like, doesn't have this crazy fucked up like relationship story, with a ton yeah. of people. Like, he has a child. He has, you know, a, a family, suit. like he has an ex-wife with a husband, and, and technically yeah. that's his end game. I mean, as soon as I oh. feel like, as Ooh, soon as those snap. people are safe, or because you know he's probably trying to get them back, he, they probably you know disappear in the snapping as well. That's true. That's kind of what the wasp is—is is kind of this fight between like what's good for my family and what's good for you know I guess the world or right, whatever. Right? Yeah, exactly. And like what's more important to me? So yeah, I could totally see him living a normal life and never being Ant Man again. And again, as soon as he yeah, as soon as he writes his like you know. The wrongs that happen. Yeah. So I hope, um, I hope he kind of comes out alive. Obviously, because I do want to see more of Ant Man. I think he, his think character, hit him and the Wasp's character, if anything, are kind of a little bit more safe than you know, say an Iron Man or like well, Thor. And it would be so heartbreaking to see him like, oh, yeah. die in this movie or something. The guy who actually like, has, he actually has stuff to punch. lose. <laughs> biggest one of the big, right, like, exactly. one of the biggest gut punches I, I think they could do. Is it? Poss- I, I can see that happening. Jesus, but, Randy. No, I feel like that's what they're, they're trying to build. Like, I guess like a. A tearjerker moment for sure. That's the guy you want to root for, and it would be family. unexpected, technically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's totally unexpected. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, it, so this quantum realm, what's up with it? I'm just kidding. It, I feel like Michelle Pfeiffer also opens up this crazy world 
that could be the future of Ant-Man if they decided to make more movies. Right. Because it seems like they need to slowly start steering away from Earth because there's so many heroes. Now, they said there's life in that quantum realm. Yeah. So to see someone jump out of that and like yeah. try to take over a bigger world would be crazy because you know, he and has so access to infinite smaller worlds. I could totally imagine a whole movie that takes place in the quantum the realm. Quantum, like totally different. It'd like be, Mad Max, It's kind of like Road. doing something Ooh. in the galaxy, like you know, outside where you, you'd really have no rules with what aliens look right. like. Right, and right, stuff yeah. but just all happening there and then that's his world you don't have to worry about you know anything messing else. up anything else for any of the other avengers that would be an insane thing well i mean one of the last things we can talk about about it linking to endgame is that the quantum realm apparently does um you know is a giant factor in the way no how, pun intended how and <laughs> and how endgame is going to play out so you know because you know in the trailers you do see scott lang back from the quantum realm, and you just saw him at the very end of Ant-Man and the Wasp being trapped there. So, you know, there's going to be something that, yeah. you know, helps those out, especially with, you know, mention of time vortexes in the quantum realm. Ooh, so, you spicy. Know, so, like, you know, something... Spicy. They wouldn't have said that, like, you know... It's a little spicy. Right out there, you know, unless they were going to actually use it. Yeah. So, you know, there's something... Maybe that's the way they travel back to well, the they, Avengers well, number yeah, one. I mean, they don't have a time stone, so... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they have someone that's equally smaller. as powerful. Yeah. Also, Captain Marvel, I guess, Marvel. somehow travels through time, right? Possibly, like, I'm not sure. She has I mean, this. There's a rumor that, that she, she has this. Yeah, because it's she's well, like she can she's like, alive you, in different moments. Could you imagine if she just went through like a black hole or something? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. What if she's, she's, she's strong and she can withstand a black hole? Exciting. Together strong. <laughs> Caesar, what's the very first thing Caesar says? Stop. No. No, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh boy, that's how you know it wasn't a movie made by um, Harvey Weinstein. Because he would never let that be the first thing. So anyone says, "Shit, uh, guys, let's." Uh, do you guys have anything else to talk about with Aaron? Mm. No, no final thoughts. No, I think we all say that he should deserves to live for sure. Yeah, he's one of the best. Uh, yeah, like all these Marvel characters, they're all really great. But he's probably one of the you know more lovable. One of the more lovable ones. One of the um, he's definitely like, comic re- uh, comic relief. Mm-hmm. In the, in the and everyone needs comic relief. Yeah, all of you. Yeah, all the heroes can't be all like you know. Pouty and serious and, and serious. So, Dang! You know, shots fired. Captain every America. other hero. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I guess it's, uh, the Guardians too. I mean, Chris uh, Star Lord brings comic relief too. Yeah, we'll see. Well, his, James Gunn, but, he's, but he's gone right their now. Their stories are a little more like more depressing though than Ant Man's. Ant Man's like literally, <clears throat> it's literally like every the end of every movie, other than like I guess Ant Man and the Wasp. That's like, true. They had to work really hard bring comic relief in the second one because it's such a dark story. Right. So, I mean, th- that I think moment that where still your dad killed your mom. You know what I'm saying? And it turns out you're not that special. Yeah, exactly. Oof. Crazy. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Guardians. See, that's Guardians for you. Yeah. But yeah, more lovable, definitely. So hopefully there are more Ant Man adventures in El Future, even if it's a TV show. Why not? Whoa. That'd be cool. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Disney. Call yeah, us. Not? Call nice. us. We'll write it for we'll you. Write, yeah, f- yeah. For free. For free. Wait, what? <laughs> I know. Andrew's allergic to ants. He knows everything about ants. Uh, well, guys, uh, Thanks so much. Oh, what do, you, what do you guys have to plug? Randy, what do you got to plug? Ba- ba- I was going to call you baby. Baby. All right, whatever. I'll call you baby. What, what do you got to plug, baby? Hmm. Uh, yeah, if you enjoy you some comic you? relief, speak, uh, speaking of comic relief, definitely check out the Sitting Room Podcast. Uh, it's definitely a good time. It's more of an improv comedy sketch podcast. Yeah, weeknights at 12. Nice oh, that's the app. That NBC. NBC knows comedy. <laughs> NBA, NBC, very funny. NBA, NBA, NBS, NBS. Yeah, Manny's on it. Yeah, bullshit. I be on it. I be funny. Yeah, listen. What's the deal? What's going on, guys? Let's talk about the news. Whoa, 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 whoa! Stephen from the sitting room. Oh yeah, sorry guys, you got to pay. Show. We're about to get our episode hijacked right here. Oh boy. Let's see what happens with that. (laughs) Nice, nice, nice. John, what do you have to plug, buddy? Uh, not much. Just listen to all the Delphin Pod shows, all of the uh, Sticker Fred shows. You're going out of town. I am going out of town. I'm going to Atlanta, Georgia. Hot Atlanta. That's where they fun. filmed a lot of the Avengers movies and a yeah, ton of Marvel movies. I'm actually Ooh. hoping to uh, see a tour. So uh, if I get some pictures, I might uh, might swing them Are over they still to filming? the what, What's that giant uh, studio that they filmed Star Wars in in London? Oh, Pinewood. Yeah, Pinewood. He's not going. To, he's going to. Is Atlanta. that what it's called? Pinewood. Well, Pinewood Studios in, built in London, Georgia. Yes, right. <laughs> Pinewood Studios built the their only other humongous uh, sound stages in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Oh. So it's actually crazy. Atlanta. I'm I'm so excited to go. I I really hope I get. I need to 
probably look on that as soon as we stop uh, recording here. I need to. You gotta go on a tour. Yeah, me and Randy went on a, a studio tour of uh, what is it? Mm, Paramount. Paramount. We had to see the stage where they filmed Citizen Kane, and guess what? None of it's there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it was just, Citizen yeah, Kane? It was just an empty space, a lot. Yeah, they just like, say, yeah, well, they no, filmed it here. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, filmed they had, it here, they had, they had a cane here. there, but there was a cane in Citizen Kane. Yeah. And like, can you not taste it in the air? Cool. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And is. guess what? It's all still there. <laughs> They're still filming it. Yeah. <laughs> That's exciting. Bring back a peach for us. I will. Call me, by, call me by your name. Am I right? Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Say my name, Bring say us my the f- name. the fattest peach that you could find. No if you've seen Call Me by Your Name, have you, you guys seen know James and the Bring Giant Peach? Bring me a single peach. Oh, a giant peach. James uh, and the Giant Peach. Have you ever seen it? <laughs> Big one. Bring one bigger, <laughs> <laughs> with more insects inside yeah. of it. <laughs> oh, what all? Yeah, I want a fucking spider in there. Uh, Andrew, how's it going? Um, how's it hanging? Low, I hope. You, 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 soldier boy. Nice, thank you. Uh, my favorite song. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks so, all for the podcast. Plugs, plugs. Uh, yeah, if you liked Ant Man, and I mean, there's four different iterations of Ant Man. So even if you don't like the Scott Lang one that you are currently seeing, if you want to brush up on a little bit more of your history, so you know, you, you know, when your friends uh, are talking about the movies, and you can kind of whip something out and uh, kind of one up them for sure wait are you talking and about then, taking your penis out? yes okay. and then uh, telling them about yeah the book. <laughs> exactly and then the book you can whip, hit them with that knowledge uh for sure but uh yeah if you want to learn a little bit more about your uh favorite ant-man then come by h&f and we can hook you up heroes and fantasies baby and andrew will be there mm, i will be there listen to all the dolphin pod shows they're all super great follow us on at dolphin pod on social media super duper great patreon.com slash dolphin pod we're selling shirts you'll probably hear an ad about that before this yeah, don't so, forget the Captain Marvel yeah, hotline thing. We're, we're yeah. about to open up the hotline for oh, yeah, your reactions for, Marvel, for Captain baby. Marvel. Captain, Mar- I'm so excited for that movie. Oh yes, for sure. I rated it on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, they stopped it already. before it. I saw it. Yeah. I, I like to rate movies before I see them. They fixed it already. You I can't know, do I'm it. Just, awesome. I'm just joking, y'all. Don't lie. <laughs> see you guys. It's not funny. We'll see you at the movies. Thanks, Randy, for being on. <laughs> Randy, thank you, thank you so much, Randy. And I'll see you. When you're sleeping, <laughs> and I'll same know time? when you're awake. Same time, do you want me same to, bat uh, channel. Do you want same me? bat time? <laughs> this is a Marvel podcast. <laughs> True. Hey, Randy, don't yeah. take a shower tonight. Uh, oh, Jesus! <laughs> <roast. laughs> uh. <laughs>